By now, you've probably seen ads about water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere on TV, social media, and probably even following you around on the internet. The water at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals for more than three decades. It is not rare for people who drank this water for an extended period of time to develop severe illness, including kidney cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia, liver cancer, bladder cancer, birth defects, Parkinson's, and more. A new law called the PACT Act allows victims of poisoned water to seek repayment for their medical costs. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it is important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you and won't take no for an answer. To file your claim and to have your case prioritized, sign up at SickMarine.com. What's going on, everybody? I have to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The best part about it is it's completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to Fired Up, Episode 5. My name is Mike Gilletto. Joining me is Don Consul. Don, how you doing? Hello. Crazy, crazy week, huh? A little, little, <sighs> bit, of, little bit of drama. We got the Sixers, who clinched the first seed in the East, obviously, from last week, going up against the Washington Wizards and won 125 to 118 in their first matchup. Do you want to just dump, jump right on into this game? Let's do it. All right, all right. Um... Yeah, they won one twenty-five to one eighteen, like I said, and and I had I, I'm going to go on a little rant or tangent or whatever you want to call it. Um, again, let's just jump right in here because they they put up a good game against the against the Wizards, right? And I turn on WIP, which is my mistake. I know. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends what it depends what show you're listening to. I mean, most of them are it garbage. Was all day. It was all day. And okay, well then there I, you go. That's your problem. I, all I keep hearing. All I keep hearing is about how Ben Simmons only scored six points and is irrelevant and is not going to be good to this team down the future. And why can't we just enjoy the, the win? This team's this team won uh, playoffs. They're, they're supposed to be hard for a reason, right? They're the playoffs for a reason. He had 15 assists, 15 rebounds. I mean, Ben Simmons is never, never has been and never will be a guy that's going to get you 20, 30 points. He's just not, he is not that guy. He's going to distribute the basketball. He's going to, you know, create lanes for other guys. And I mean, 15 assists and 15 boards. I mean, th- that's kind of what you expect from Ben Simmons. Am I wrong? I mean, it's tremendous. It's mind boggling almost <laughs> like you don't see that really like the playoffs are regular season, like, you know, 15 boards, you know, it's 15 boards, 15 assists. Like that's, that's, you know, that's a great night. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, he's not he's not going to put up 20, 30 points. So, you know, you got you got to you got to you got to put the stats somewhere else to help the team, you know? Absolutely. I mean, they Russell Westbrook, he held them to 16 points. I mean, if you're holding holding Westbrook, I know Westbrook maybe isn't isn't having the greatest year and he's not the player maybe he was 2, 3 years ago, whatever. But it's still holding them to 16 points. 
it's still it's still damn good. No, it's huge. That's huge. I mean, you know, Westbrook isn't the same player, like you said, a couple years ago, but he's still a top five, top ten point guard in the right. league, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, it's just that's just been the narrative and it's it's been driving me insane. Um No, I hear you, man. Um it, it's definitely, you know, we would love for Ben Simmons to go out there and put 20, 15, and 15. But like you said, he's not that guy. And with the, the one, the key thing that I think a lot of people are missing, and especially like these, you know, radio guys are, are, are missing is um, Ben Simmons, the way he plays the uh, point guard, he, he, he's, he's, he feels the game very well. Like, like uh, there's a lot of point guards out there that if, even if they are feeling it or they're not feeling it, or they're, they're making shots, they're not making shots. They're just going to keep shooting. He knows okay, I'm not a great scorer, but Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, these guys are hitting it tonight. I'm going to keep distributing the ball. I'm going to keep giving it to them. I'm, I'm going to give them a chance to put points on the board. Why, why, would, I get, why, why would I try to put points on the board if, if we got guys that are catching fire? You know, yeah, and, and it's something we didn't see with with Brett Brown is Brett Brown just kind of let the players do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Right. There was there was no sort of cohesiveness. There was no there, there weren't any roles. People just did what they wanted with Doc. You're seeing all right, this player has a role and, you know, I, I could dish it to, you know, I could dish it to somebody outside. He's going to take the shot, you know, Tobias, whoever it may be. Each player has a specific role. Um, and that's something that we didn't do with Brett Brown. And I think that's working wonders for the Sixers team because they're actually playing like a, a unit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is what happens when you when you put uh, shooters around Ben Simmons, you know? Absolutely. Not even just Tobias and Joel, but Seth Curry and Danny Green. And as much as it pains me to say, I because I can't stand up, but Korkmaz, like, you know, these, these guys can can hit. Oh, some Most of them can hit open threes. Some of them can hit threes with hands in their face, you know, you know, so you're surrounding him with more shooters and that's even good for Joel too. You know, oh, opens sure. up, opens up the paint, opens up the lane, distributed out outside. Danny green hits that corner three, you know, it, it, it makes magic, man. Absolutely. And I know you brought up his name, Cork Miles. We didn't see him much five minutes, no points. So he, he didn't right. do a whole ton, a ton, but I'll tell you what Hill has been a tremendous, a tremendous ad for this team. Absolutely. Um, veteran dude that just yeah. just he's been in the league for a while he's been to the playoffs he's knows how to knows how to run a team man coming off the bench you know whether that's coming off the bench or not you know uh plays really good defense um you know he's just like i said a veteran <laughs> right it's, it's you know as simple as that yeah absolutely um and then joel's gonna do joel and he took over in the in the second half so yep. that was good that was good to see and Tobias, Tobias was what did yeah. he put up twenty eight in the first half? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, man, he he he. Uh, that's that's big, especially talking about the Ben Simmons thing too. Like, um, with the six points, if these two guys are on fire and they get one, uh, and they get one of Danny Green or Seth Curry to catch a little bit of fire, you don't need Ben Simmons to put up any more than ten points, really. No. I, even six points is fine, but but you know, as as long as he's playing defense and he's distributing the ball. And he keeps putting up the rebounds. You're good as golden. Oh, for sure. He's an elite defender, and he's a he's an elite distributor, and that's really all you need from him. Let let him do those right. things. Let the other guy score, and it's a good success. Now, as now, long as, go ahead. As long as the other guys, especially because what we've seen this year was when Joel struggles, the team struggles. He's so, the best player. I, I kind of yeah, yeah. That, but though. but 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 we've ne- we haven't really seen when Joel struggles. Ben step, step up a little up. bit yeah right so you're gonna need you're gonna need consistency out of these guys 
to if 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 Ben is going to be this type of player, which we know he is, but it being okay for him to be this type of player is what I'm saying for sure. Um, uh, it, now uh, sure they won one playoff game against the eight seed, whatever. But uh, and and maybe people's reaction to Simmons not you know being a great scorer is maybe that's not enough to go up against the Nets. But at this point, just take it one series at a time. Who knows if they can go up against the Nets? One game at a time. The, the Nets the Nets are probably the favorite to win the whole thing, right? So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's just enjoy this win by win. That's it. Well, here's a, here's a conversation I had with somebody today. Um, it's very, like, when we're, the first round of the playoffs are usually the easiest round, obviously. And it's very, uh, basketball is very cliche. Um you know, the one seed usually always beats the eight seed. It's yeah. hockey. You know, you're a hockey guy, so you know that's not always the case in hockey. Basketball, it, it's a script. Right. Um, you might get the five seed who beats the four seed, or they're maybe even, even the six seed who beats the, right five and a four. But they're it, the it's same. Very team, rare. Right. It's very rare for the the uh, the bottom seeds to beat the the very low bottom to beat the very high. So, um, I I. Seeing Brooklyn win this series does nothing for me. Um, but I was telling somebody today, what, what happens when they go play the Bucks in the next round and Kyrie decides to wake up and he doesn't feel like playing basketball today? And then <laughs> Harden wakes up and his groin hurts. And then Durant wakes up and, uh, and or even if all three of them play, and oh, I want to take the last shot, or I want to take the last shot, or I want to do this. I want to uh, let's see when they play real, like a real comp. Not that, not that, um, they're not playing real competition in the first round, but let's see when they play the Bucks and the Sixers and, you know. Yeah. Because they're, they're all head cases, so. Yeah, true. And 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 Harden's got kind of a history choking in the playoffs. I mean, like, does Milwaukee? All three Milwaukee, of them. That's true. But, I mean, does Milwaukee have good strip clubs? If so, the Nets might, the <laughs> Nets might be in trouble. <laughs> the Midwest girls. That's it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, right? Um, Absolutely. And we'll just take this one one win at a time. Um, they play again. What Tuesday night? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. Two nights off. Yeah. Basketball so I saw weird. your tweet today, and I and I purposely waited uh, <laughs> to, to talk about it. You put me on blast, uh, huh? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, you said something about the players being uh, bitching and moaning about playing at back to back or something. I think you yeah, replied I, to somebody or something. I, I did. It reply just popped to somebody. up on my timeline. I did reply to somebody. I could pull it up now if you give me a second. Because uh, I I want to rebuttal that a little bit. Not that I disagree with you, but. I, I have a little bit more to it than that. So somebody, somebody on Twitter said, well, why the NHL got Oilers, Jets playing a back-to-back, thought, it, thought that wasn't allowed for the playoffs, which I responded to. It's hockey. It's not like basketball where the players bitch and moan and cry if they play two nights in a row. God, I hate you. That's, um, not, that's not wrong. No, it's but it's not the players. <laughs> it's it's the league. It's the, the longer they draw this out, the more money I got. Not not that I guarantee. No, yeah, it's I'm it's sure, like that all I'm season sure long play. too, though. It's it's like that all all regular. No, season. it's not. The, the players don't play. No, Dude, not two years ago. No, not like this. Not necessarily schedule. I'm talking about like just players in general. They they don't play back to backs because they, well, they don't yeah. they don't want to tweak a, tweak something or I, I got cramps. It's just a completely different culture than hockey. Yeah, I know. I I, point. I don't disagree with that, but. Yeah. Uh, but I'm the whole playoff thing. Like it's it, it is what it is. Like it, like it, it's the league trying to get as mu- many games as they can, and because it's all about money. That's sure. why it's, they did this this play in tournament because it's all about no, money. Sure. They want to give LeBron the shot to get in, and he got for in, sure. and I hope he fucking loses. Well, yeah, uh, he almost he almost lost the the first game, and now probably wouldn't matter because they would have went on to play whoever they were playing in the second round. But they almost lost that first game to the two. Are they playing the uh, Phoenix? No, nah, the fir- the first playing game. 
uh, oh, the Warriors. Oh, 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 the Warriors. Uh, yeah. The Warriors. Yeah, they almost lost. I was going to say Phoenix won. <laughs> yeah, they almost lost yeah, yeah. money because I had them in a parlay. They ended up winning. I won the bet. That's fine. But, um, but you know, my, my main thing, my main thing with that is just the, the culture. And, and I hate comparing ba- basketball to hockey because I'm, you know, I mean, I'm a hockey guy. You're never going to get me to convince the basketball players are tougher than hockey. You're just not. No. We saw, we saw John Tavares almost laying unconscious on the ice, tried to get up when he, he didn't even know where he was. And he, he probably would, well, he probably would have wanted to play. But I'm not getting into the, the hockey. I'm not going to argue. Cause... I'm not going to argue with that. It's obvious that hockey players are they're tougher than basketball players. We get it. Um, <laughs> but listen, and you're listen. not you're not going to convince me that basketball players aren't tough though. Like they're not <sighs> fucking soccer play, dude. You sit in front of a rim when LeBron, who's fucking 240 pounds, six seven, runs straight at you like a deer. You're yeah, not gonna. I'm I'm it, I'm, I'm gonna happens. stay. I'm gonna stay there, and instead of me getting plowed over, he's gonna act like he got shot because that's who LeBron is. Yeah, but it still hurts you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not saying they don't they don't flop. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not calling them the toughest of the of out of the four major sports or whatever i'm, I'm just saying tougher than I'm you just think saying my tweet was originally for just the culture of basketball uh, versus hockey essentially and that, that's all that's all it was i mean you know i'm glad you put me on blast it's fine uh, yeah that's what i do <laughs> you had to do it uh i don't even know where we were did you have anything else with uh sixers wise or are we moving um, on? there's really not much to talk about until they play more games i mean they've only played yeah. one so right i think uh next episode so they, they play wednesday night and they play Saturday night? They got two more days off? No, no, no. Yeah. And then and then they that go then they go right. every other. Yeah. yeah so they play basketball's a joke. They play Wednesday, Saturday, and That's then they go joke. then they go every other. Yeah, then they go every other. Yeah, so I'm back I'm back I, I'm back I, off the bandwagon. I know I said that a couple weeks ago. Basketball's dumb. Oh, why should why should blaming one, the players though? Why should one round be two weeks long? Because it gives you more money. How? It gives the it's league the more, more the people amount, to watch. It's the same amount of games, though. It's not you're not getting more games in that time. You're getting the same amount of games, yeah, same but, amount of airtime. But it's two, two and a half, three extra weeks of being on television. And then, then it would have if it was every it's, other it's, game, every other game. They're, they're scheduled to play till the end of July. I think it's July twenty second is would be game seven of the finals. And and another reason I'm surprised they're doing it is because. Uh, wouldn't they want to try to get the season done as soon as possible to get a normal start time for next season? Unless they're just going to completely scrap the 82 game season, which they probably should anyway, because basketball's uh, the regular season doesn't matter anyway. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that completely. I so, mean, you, they, like you said, guys sit out all the time anyway. You know, what's the hell's the basketball, point between I think, 72 or 82? I think I read somewhere today or yesterday or somewhere recently that the NBA is like legitimately considering a midseason tournament because they think this, this play in. Uh, tournaments doing so well or has done so well? Did you see this? I, I've I've heard about it the last like That's, year or two. That doesn't make any sense. Now again, again, it goes back to the money thing that you said. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But midseason tournament never going to happen. For what? It's never going to happen. The players don't want to do it. What's the reasoning? I mean, I it, I, I don't know. But there's no point mean, to have a midseason tournament and then a finals then at the a, end of the year exactly because who's the win? Like who's like who's the champion? Yeah. No, champions? it's it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's for money. It's for interest. Look, 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 look at what you said last week on last week's show. You were going to be interested in watching LeBron and and Steph play each other. And I did, you're not I really a big, <laughs> right? So you're not, and you're not really a very big basketball no, fan. So, so w- add as much drama as we can, so we can get more people to view it. That's right. that's the idea. But it's never going to happen because the players are, have already said that they don't want to do that. Yeah, it just it doesn't make and sense. We know the players run. 
every league. So not every league. Well, most of them. Oh, you're going to sit here. Okay. You're going to sit here and tell me if Austin Matthews didn't want to leave Toronto or if he wanted to leave Toronto, he wouldn't leave Toronto. Um, no, I don't Patrick think Wine, literally just left fucking Winnipeg. Okay. I mean, that, it happens. It, it definitely happens with disgruntled players, but okay. So every, but, let, me, let me go back to what I said. Every player but, runs every league. It's not true. The players run every league. In, in the NHL, Jack Eichel wants to get the fuck out of Boston. Or and not he's Boston, going Buffalo. to. He's going. Yeah, he to. might, but he's not no, going to have. He's going. But to. he's not going to have a chance where he, to like say where he goes. Same, same, no, same, not, same, not, same, thing, same thing with Patrick Lina. Same thing with Patrick Lina. Hopkins. He, DeAndre Hopkins said he didn't say he wanted to go to Arizona. He said I wanted yeah. the fuck out of Houston. Right. So Carson Wentz didn't say I wanted to go to Indy. He said I want to get the fuck out of Philadelphia. And it doesn't always happen that way. Okay, fine. You got me. I got you. You got me. So when when so when Jack Eichel leaves and doesn't come to the Flyers like he should, you know, he's probably gonna go to fucking Anaheim or some bullshit. Probably. Uh, No, he's probably. I don't know about Anaheim. Probably gonna go to like New York, the Rangers. I don't think they're gonna trade him in on the uh, conference or whatever. They're not in the same division. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna go out west. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's that's a con- different conversation. Um, and I just I just picked Anaheim off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you say Anaheim, they have enough young, good prospects that they could probably get it to right. Win. They they probably could. And I think they're kind of on that point where like they're gonna start making a comeback pretty soon. Yeah, or or even a team like Ottawa. And I know we completely switch gears here with the NBA to NHL talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. Did you uh, did you have anything else for Sixers wise? Um, no, man, I like, but like I was saying, uh, uh, we're gonna for, for the next time, the next episode, uh, we we record it and release, uh, we'll have a couple games to to dive right. into a little bit. Right. It's kind of, it's kind of tough to, to go and, and break anything down when they've only played one game, so right. So, I mean, and during our next show, they would have played games two and three, right? You said, which is fucking insane, so or two. And then it might be in the middle of four when we're recording. If that schedule works oh, out, man. if that schedule works out, they might be in the middle of four. Uh, yeah. So Saturday, Monday, yeah, Monday at what time? Seven thirty. Seven. Seven. Okay, so yeah, they'll be in the second half when uh, when we're recording. So perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll turn it on. That was be, sarcasm. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll turn it on and be completely distracted. Just like I'm doing now. I'm watching I'm watching you know NHL playoffs. Oh boy. NHL playoffs are lovely. Have you watched any of them? I, let's just go to the NHL <laughs> right now. Let's just transfer. Have you watched any? Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo 4.88 y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más, comenzando en 21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Um, here, the, I mean, enough, enough, not not like every second of every day, you know. I've yeah. checked in, yeah. Did you see? I mean, I know I mentioned earlier that the John Tavares thing, yeah, so you, you saw that, right? Um, yep. what for, for anybody that hasn't seen it, John Tavares gets hit, falls to the ice, and Corey Perry, uh, for the Montreal Canadiens, was skating past him at full speed, tries to jump out of the way, hits him, I guess, in the chin or somewhere in the head with his knee, trying to get out of the way. And 
it basically knocks him unconscious. He tries to get up. Trainers are trying to hold him up and falls back. It's a scary scene. Um, and then what, what were your thoughts afterwards with Nick Felino fighting Corey Perry? Okay, so let me go into the hit first. Uh, so when I was I was actually watching it live, it um, when I, so the play happened so quick, you you didn't even realize it happened until it until the replay. So when they showed the first replay, I thought the the blade got him in the side of the neck, mm-hmm. and then when the, when the trainers came out and they grabbed his neck, I thought, holy shit, they sliced his neck. Yeah, yeah, and then he faints backwards, and I said, holy shit, he's fucking going gonna die (laughs) um but this is not a laughing matter (laughs) no (laughs) um but yeah no and then and then you know obviously watching the replay a couple times you realize that it was just the knee knee to the head uh at first i thought it was a foot to the head and then i realized yeah okay it's just the knee to the head um very unfortunate but uh for sure and then he came out and and uh, released a statement that he's he got released from the hospital he's doing all right he's out indefinitely with a concussion kind of obviously (laughs) And also, did, who was that? The GM that ran down. Um, you uh, did he run down? I the saw guy in a suit. He he like ran down a couple seconds. What the fuck is he gonna do? <laughs> I know. I know. I, mean, one I, know point, I know he's nervous, but what the fuck is he gonna I do? I know. At one point, they panned to their GM, Kyle Dubis. Um, and and he, you could tell he was like concerned because he was yeah. back in the table. He was like, "Come on, guys! Like, what the fuck's going on?" Right? He, no, he was, I and I get that concerned for sure. I don't know if I, that's, I don't know that. if he went down to the ice though. If no, he didn't true. go to the ice. He ran down a section, and I'm just <laughs> myself, what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> He's like fixing his tie, like getting all nervous. Like I get it. Like your your fucking best player just got hurt. Like, I get it. Second what are you you're gonna do? You could do open heart surgery on the ice. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh but uh but um go go into the fight. Uh <laughs> um yeah, I mean uh, I let me what do you think of the fight? Um so I'm I'm somebody that you you know my take on on fighting and hockey. I think it belongs in the game. I think that um I think fighting's crucial to the game. Uh at that point when you just saw the guy basically laying there unconscious struggling to get up and had to be wheeled off a stretcher. I don't think that was the place or time um, to fight. I think that, like, first the, the place was obviously completely quiet. Not there were no fans, but even if there were fans, place still would have been insanely quiet. Um, I just I, and the other thing is that hit wasn't like it wasn't on purpose. It was clearly an accident, right? If if it was on purpose, okay, fine, I get it. Um, but Perry Perry and Tavares are good friends off the ice. I don't know if anybody really knows that. Um, so he definitely didn't mean to do that. Um, from Felino's side, from what I'm hearing is, one, he's new to the team. He got traded at the deadline. So he's trying to, I guess, hype the guys up, be more familiar, for lack of a better word, inside the locker room, gain some familiarity with the, with the boys, right? Um, so maybe that's what he was trying to do. And, and another thing I keep hearing is that he just wanted to get everybody back into the, the game. Like, all right, we just saw this, you know, vicious injury. Um, everybody's kind of not focused. You have Austin Matthews, a pant who's like almost in tears. Like they, these guys are seriously concerned for their player. And it seemed like it's kind of uh, Felino and Perry's way to say, all right, guys, let's play hockey. Let's just forget about that. I know it's tough, but we still have a game to play. That's kind of what, yeah. what I took on it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think when it happened, it happens, like I said, it happened so quick. It did. And I think that uh, especially coming after like the whole Tom Wilson thing a couple weeks ago, I think it was just like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not saying they should have, but I think a lot of it had to do with okay. This is what I should do. Right. Um, 
Yeah, uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, the hockey has that narrative. So I think that he tried to play that. He, he, he seems like a very, very good teammate. And he tried to play that narrative of a very, very good teammate. I don't, like, like we said, it's, it wasn't on purpose, but fuck it, you know? <laughs> right. Drop the gloves. Absolutely. What, what, am I, what am I, you know, complaining about? Yeah. That's it's definitely something that's definitely something that's dying in the sport. So we see oh, one guy, 100%. Whether, whether it was on purpose or not, and obviously it wasn't, but something that's dying in the sport for picking up for your teammate. Like we just talked with the Flyers all year. Yep. Nobody picked up for a teammate. And the minute that that happens, maybe that's why they're in the playoffs because they fucking care. Oh, no, they have insane talent. No, I know. That's, that's why they're in the playoffs. No, I know. They're insanely talented. But, um, but like, just heart. Have a pair of balls. Like, for sure. like it's just, it's just, you know, you could huh. be ta- the most talented team in the world. And, and if you don't have those things, too, you know. Right. It's just, it's just after watching. Win. After <laughs> watching. Right. No, I hear you. But after just watching Tavares just not able to get up, it's just a fight I feel like was the last thing I wanted to see there. Personally. No, yeah. It's, it's terrifying. It's right. absolutely terrifying. Like, whether you're a fan, whether you've, that's the first game of hockey you've ever watched, whether you're watching every game, it doesn't, you know, it's terrifying. But I just think that they played into that narrative because that's the narrative of hockey is sure. the great teammate. Absolutely. Um, and kind of seeing how like nobody, nobody stuck up, really stuck up for the two guys in the Rangers when Tom Wilson, you know, bashed his head. Well, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Panarin tried to stay up for him by well, like, tried. spider monkey and on his back and going. I give him, a, I right. said it. I said it a million times. I give him credit for jumping on his back. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it. No. I would have maybe picked another way to like stick up for him. I wouldn't have gone yeah. back. Uh, maybe like throw a stick at his fucking feet, but like, <laughs> right? Stay, yeah, I'm not stay, jumping stay, on him either. Yeah, put your stick between his legs and just lift up and just nail him, you know, r- right between the legs. You know, that, that's a that's a go to. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Connor McDavid and the Oilers are down three nothing. Did you see that? Shocker. <laughs> Best player in the world, and you can't get a team around him. I don't, I don't understand yeah. what's going on. I I have no knowledge of other than like the basic stuff about the Oilers, so I I couldn't tell you why they're not good, um, but or why goal, they can't build the team around defense. them. Goaltending and defense. Okay. Or well, okay. Uh, What's well, his face is hurt? Too. Really? Who? Um, the defenseman, the young defenseman. Um. Ak- uh, I don't know. Are you talking about Ekblad? Because that's Florida. yeah. No, 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 no. no. Um. Uh, you're talking about um because they have Tyson Barry. They signed in the um they signed in the offseason to replace uh who was it? Who uh you know I'm drawing a blank on his name. We but should I, start an Oilers podcast. I guarantee you not a single person listening to this right now cares about the Edmonton Oilers. No, but I don't I even know why say. I brought him up. No, but I have to because you said they're down three nothing. Um I have to look up who it is. I, I I'm drawing a blank on his goddamn name. He was he was out with a shoulder injury. Yeah. He's uh, young. Yeah, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his goddamn name? Anyway, the Oilers now through nothing. Basically, it's just that it's just it's just Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and a bunch of nobody. Clefbaum. That's it. Oscar Clefbaum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. he got hurt in the offseason, then he signed Barry, who was basically his replacement. Um, I think Barry was up in the top of the league in defenseman points. I think. But that you know when you play oh, on good, the power good, play, good for him. If you play it with on the power play with Connor McDavid, you know that helps. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anything else? NHL playoffs? I just we didn't even have plans to really talk about that. I just you know I'm watching hockey right now and ooh, Florida almost scored. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so anything else or, or nothing hockey wise? Uh, uh, I don't know. I I mean, uh, the the Tampa Florida series was pretty 
interesting at first, but it was. I mean, it still is because it's close. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I know they're. I know they're down three one, but it's one right. one right now in the game. Every game's been close there. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, every game's been close, but Tampa's Tampa's just a better team. And yeah, I, I think I said it before, either on this podcast or somewhere else. Um, is once uh once Florida lost Ekblad, who I thought you were talking about earlier. In the middle of the season, I think right before the trade deadline, they lost Ekblad to a knee injury or something, something with his leg. I mean, he's he was having an unreal year. He's their number one defenseman. As soon as that happened, I thought they were screwed. Right. Uh, but they actually played fairly well down the stretch, and I was surprised. So, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they've got they got the seed that they did. I'm definitely uh, also interested in watching um, if, if Vegas is up three one. So mm-hmm. they'll play Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Yeah. That that'll be fun. That will be fun. It's kind of the series that everybody. Uh, wanted to see yeah i mean they're, they're the two best teams in the west probably well i i think i was telling you uh uh when we were just together uh, a couple uh weeks months ago mm-hmm. uh i thought about betting green bay to win the super bowl this was back in january green bay to win the super bowl the yankees to win the world series um the uh, vegas to win the cup and what's the last word the lakers to win the the uh, NBA championship as a parlay, so obviously I would have lost because Green Bay didn't win. And right, but uh, that I, I really that bet had to have been insane. Yeah, it was like a twenty dollar uh, bet. It was like twenty thousand, I think. Probably even more than that. If I had to yeah, guess, yeah, like twenty twenty something thousand. Yeah, yeah. but thank God I didn't do it because uh, I don't think the Yankees are going to win the World Series, and I don't think um, no, no, the Yankees. I don't, I don't think so. No. Well, they're they're only like a game and a half out of first. So are they? They're, they're, yeah, they've had a hot, they had a good okay. week. Okay, I haven't paid attention. I know I know the Red Sox are surprising people. I don't think the Red Sox are going to be this good this early. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs at all. But I mean, obviously, we still have a lot of time. But oh, for sure, yeah. But they're like the in the top three in the league. Yeah. the whole league so the yeah, power we'll, rankings so. yeah we'll, we'll get to the baseball yeah i mean bit. i i um i um i definitely that's definitely gonna be a fun series to watch uh For sure. i don't know if vegas is gonna win but they're up three to one i mean it's well i mean i mean against colorado oh yeah um i mean I, i'd like to see them win the whole thing because like um at least part of my parlay would have been right it makes me feel <laughs> a little smart see my my thing with vegas is they they don't know what real heartbreak feels like the right fans so let's struggle a little bit before you win, please. Like that's it, you know. What do you think the people at Seattle are gonna feel like when they, they when suck. they get a team? If yeah, they suck. when they suck, because they're gonna suck. They probably will because people expected Vegas to suck. Like right, that's that's just kind of how it went. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they build the team. Yeah, we'll definitely actually talk. We'll probably talk about that later it's, as it's as the draft up. comes up. It's coming up. I think it's uh, it's probably early July because everything got pushed back because the season's ending a little later. Right. So I think it's I think it's either late well, June, early July. Yeah. When Vegas when Vegas did it was like two or three days before the draft, right? The yeah. NHL June, draft. June. The draft was probably around June twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. They probably did the draft around the nineteenth or twentieth. Yeah, it was right around the same time. The expansion draft, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. So what's the what's the, the NHL draft is like July. 29th? I don't know what it is. I, I think I looked it up is. today. Did you? Okay. Then hey, I you think know. it was the 29th. I haven't even looked that far ahead. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. Talk amongst yourselves here. Yeah. Um, so John Krasinski, <laughs> Mister Fantastic. <laughs> We're going back to that again, huh? Yep. You find it. Oh, I'm right. actually sick about it because his wife in real life is Emily Blunt, and she doesn't really want to play. Any, any Marvel characters, she said. Why not? Um, unless it's like a great character. And there was a rumor that it was going to be him as Mr. Fantastic and her as, um, what's her face? 
uh, in, invisible in, bitch. I was gonna say invisible. I, I don't know yeah. if she has a name. I just knew the. Invisible I forget girl. it off. The invisible top. girl I, is that it? Yeah, something. No, I don't know. I, it, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I found the date. We don't even have. I'm gonna drop the film. We don't have to talk about that. We can just talk about Marvel for the next yeah. hour. That's fine. What's and the date? Yeah. Uh, uh, so the expansion draft date is July 21st. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so the July 21st. I thought it was the 29th. Well, the that, weekly, that, but... that was the expansion draft. The NHL oh, oh, okay. draft. yeah, NHL. I think I would have pulled that up as well, but uh, you were going on about Marvel Sue Storm. I mean, who's what that dumbass name? First, oh, who's invisible? That's that's her name, yeah, like the actress or the, the character. No, the character that's I stupid. Think. That's dumb. I don't like that name. The invisible girl sounds so much better. Oh, no, that's that's like. Oh, okay, wait. That's her name. That's the. All right. I'm not a fantastic for like like <laughs> expert. I like Marvel a lot. Doug's gonna give us a lot of trouble hey, for Doug this. Is, yeah, he is. Um, uh, it, it was funny. I was talking to him today, and he was like, "So, you guys gonna have any uh, Fantastic Four talk all this week?" I was absolutely. like, "Absolutely." We've talked about it the last two weeks. I can't bring it back a third time. And here oh, we are. Oh, it's gonna be every week. <laughs> here we are. Um, why the hell can't Invisible I Woman? Okay, so I was close. Yeah. Um, so July twenty third is the is the NHL draft. Okay. So the expansion draft is the twenty first, and yeah, the the, the the NHL rookie draft is the twenty third. So yeah, it's about a month. Uh, yeah. Pushback. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll get into that. Uh, Absolutely. When that comes up. Yeah, about who That'll the Flyers. Fun. Yeah, about who the Flyers should protect and right expose because I mean, there's a lot of things that need to happen with the Flyers. Uh, Flyers lineup. So. For sure. All right, so let's move on to the Phillies now, because this this show already has been a shit show. Last, last week we it wasn't a shit show until the very end. Now it's, the whole thing's just kind of fucked. No, <laughs> this is a good episode so far. Yeah, I got yeah. my Fantastic Four in. That's it. We we met our quota for the week. Yeah. Um. So the, the Phillies are struggling a little bit, huh? They lost uh, two or two or three to Miami, then two to three to Boston. They are playing Miami again tonight. Is it a four game set or a three game set? Do you, do you I know believe it's four games. I, I, that's what I thought it's too. It's really weird. They um, played Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they're off Friday. Right. And and, and then they play Saturday, Sunday. So they lost two or three to I've Miami. Two to three to they lost two or three to Boston, and then now they're getting their ass kicked eight to two to Miami currently. So um, uh, it seems struggling yeah. a little bit. Right, just a bit, oh, okay. just, I mean, just a smidgen. I mean, what's what's the deal? I mean, they can't hit, they can't pitch, they can't feel, they can't really do anything right now. Well, I wish that uh, the, I could sit here and say yeah, they're injured, but I wish like that was a legitimate uh, answer because even when they were healthy, they sucked. So I'm not, really, uh, I'm not ready to say they suck, but you're right. They suck. You're right. Um, they're not good. I mean, J- JT being out, that, I mean that hurts. Um, and Bryce is playing hurt. He is, yeah. Like at this point, I I don't have his stats in front of me. I'm I'm trying to pull him up, but he has not been good since that since that injury. So I no. point, just get right. Just just take some time off. Go on the DL. I mean, I know they have, really have nobody to call up at this point because I would have already <laughs> right. We and we just don't trust anybody down there. Yeah. So, but at this point, like I don't want your the franchise guy, you know, swinging a, a bat when his shoulder fucking gonna fall off. I just don't want to do it. Right. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're a good team. Um, I've been saying it for like a week or week or two. I just don't think they're a good team. Even look, 500 might not mean you're a bad team, but it definitely doesn't mean you're a good team. So, I, you know, I 
I just I just think that they need to make moves, and I just don't. I think waiting until the deadline might be too long. Uh, they should have done these moves in the off season, right? But we're here. We're we're we are where we are, and and uh, they're hurt and old and well, I guess they're not old, but uh, you know, if, if you don't if you don't if you don't make moves like yesterday. Um, <laughs> Uh, you're you're just gonna continue to waste Harper and JT and Nola and Wheeler and these guys. Um, th- th- this isn't how well, when you signed Bryce Harper to that massive contract. This isn't how it was supposed to play out three years later. Like you no. you, you expected that these years, the, the struggle years, to happen maybe in years nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen of that deal, right? You don't expect it in year three for this team, right? It's bad with the hope of a World Series or two, right? In, in that span, yeah. When just, we reach that point of his contract. But there's there's nothing around them. I mean, no. Reese is still struggling. He's kind of hot and cold, so who knows if he's going to get it right again. Bohm's still struggling. Um, and McCutcheon's coming around a little bit, so that's good. Segura's still decent, but they, they can't pitch. They, they can't pitch. Gregorius is still out. Um, it's just There's just a bunch of stuff going on. They have no depth, nobody to call up. They, I just have no trust in this team right now. This is the... Early two thousands Phillies. I mean, they're probably a little bit better than that, but it's just like, when the hell are we gonna see the light at the end of the tunnel? It's just you know, uh, well, from eighty to to 08 was just right. some some of the obviously obviously ninety three was fun and. Uh, Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, a couple of years, uh, 2007 was fun, but, you know, two, or 2006 too. Um, but I just kind of feel like we're in that again. Like, you know, we're, we're in that uh, what the Kansas City Royals were when we were growing up. And, uh, you know, those those kind of teams where it's just like, yeah, the Phillies suck. Just just mediocrity. It really yeah. is what it is. Uh, which is kind of a common theme among Philadelphia sports teams. Yeah, like, I mean it's it's hard it's hard it's really hard to stay relevant. Yeah, nobody can in be baseball. Boston. Yeah, nobody can be right. Boston, right? Like, the Yankees, yeah, Boston. Yeah. It, like it's 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 hard. It's tough. It's not easy. I mean, it's why you see the, the like I said the Kansas City Royals where they were bad for so long and then it's, good it's a little it's a little, little different because that, that's a small that's a small market. I mean, they they don't have they don't have the money the Phillies have. Like that, that's the thing that frustrates me. Well, like, what? Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree. So, so I'm just saying they have like, all this money to spend, and they've tried. They probably haven't tried hard enough because Middleton likes to be frugal. Um, with that's money. why they don't have money to spend, though. Right. Because he doesn't want to spend. So how are you supposed to spend money that you don't have? They don't want to spend. Like, yeah, but that, but I, I, I think the pressure's on for him to spend. I mean, you saw the big contract they gave Harper, the big contract they gave JT. 
Um, I think Nola signed a decent little contract a year or two ago. So I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they have a plan, like within the next couple of years. No, they they, with with Dabrowski, Dabrowski they do. Right. I'm sure they have a plan where, okay, well, instead of spending all the money this year, we'll, we'll, we'll spend next year. Cause this guy's going to come out and be a free agent and you know, you know, yeah, and, or this and guy's middle, available to trade for or whatever. I'm sure they have that. Oh, sure. And but it's like, team was very, very vocal about the, uh, the loss of revenue when it came to COVID stuff. So maybe when, uh, you know, the fans are getting back hundred percent starting, I think June 12th, maybe when money starts to roll in a little more, maybe this off season or even next off season, maybe they're a little more, willing to spend i mean i guess if that's, that's the reason that's that's to me that's a lot of bullshit that's what he claimed no i, I, I don't no, know i'm not saying you not, i'm just yeah, saying in that's general like that's bullshit like, like every team did that like i agree and stop oh, other teams yeah. from buying players no. like i mean the dodgers go balls to the wall every offseason right you know so it, it, you're right every team does it so i don't know but yeah i, I just i it's just it's just not fun to watch. <laughs> no, it's really in, in not. General, on top of them being a 500 team. Right. And, and the, the good news is, though, like if there is any good news with this team right now is they're hurt, right? We just talked about it. There's They're so close, though, still in the race, and maybe it's a little too early to talk about race, but I, I think right now every team's in the division separated by like two and a half games going into tonight. So it's it's so even that like if you do have a good week or a good two weeks or you get healthy, things start to play, you know, go right, go your way. Maybe you can, you know, fix this because it's still early enough where you can. I mean, I hope so, man. It's just, like I said, I think it was last week or the week before I said, I could see the Braves and the Mets going on nine of 10 or eight of nine winning eight of nine or nine of 10. And I just don't see that in the Phillies. I don't. Right. I mean, yeah. I can see like they because we just saw it. They won five a couple of weeks ago, and then they lost five of six or whatever it was. Or uh, so I, I hope I hope they figure it out. It's still early, but I just I don't see it. Yeah, and that's not even me being a because I'm not a very pessimistic Philly fan either. Because like that's bullshit. in my opinion. No, no, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, we've seen a lot of great things in the last twenty years. Even though we've eaten shit a couple of years, we've seen a lot of great things in the last. 21 years and yeah yeah a super bowl we saw a super bowl how many nfc championship games have we seen Uh, sure how many uh we've been to two world series right we've been to a stanley cup finals and but but we've been you should have been oh hold on you okay out of the out of the four or five nfc championships whatever it was they went to Uh in in that time they should have went to more super bowls than the one yeah, right. but they just beggars can't then, be choosers all sure, the time. Sure, but then the uh, what was the next one that you said? Oh, the World Series. They, they showed uh, the the four aces here where they lost in the first round of the Cardinals. They should have had, they should have three they, World Series. I get it. I, like, I completely yeah. agree. But but let's 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 just we we on top of that we still have had how many NFC Championship games? How many? Uh, uh, oh, uh, what was it? Oh, seven, oh eight, or oh eight, oh nine when the when the Flyers went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh four, uh, they went to the Eastern Conference oh, Finals. Yeah, oh four, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Twenty ten, they went to the, the Stanley Cup and lost. I think it was oh eight. They went to they lost to Pittsburgh in oh uh, eight. Did in the Eastern Conference Finals? They, they might have. Yeah. Or yeah. I think yeah, I think it was Pittsburgh. And then um, obviously the last ten years of the Flyers sucked, but we got a Super Bowl. We've you know, and then and then how many playoff appearances have the Eagles been in the last 21 years you know so it's not been horrible it's been it hasn't, it's been, it hasn't been a horrible it hasn't been 
Browns level, right? Like, I'm no. not saying I'm not saying that Cleveland in general. <laughs> right. That's true. It could be a lot worse. That's true. Well, the, the Indians have Kansas been, City. The Indians haven't been horrible. They were. They were. They were okay in like the, 07, the, 08. They, they, had, they, they, had the couple, they had a good couple. They had a couple years. They in didn't what, make 20? it past the first round. And then they went to a World Series. I was saying, they went but, to World Series and what was that? 12, 13, 14, right around that. that yeah, but I'm talking about like 90 to like, like 99 sure. to like 2015 has sucked in Cleveland. Sure. All right. Well, I don't even remember what we're talking about now. Okay. So we the, on, the struggle goes with the Phillies. <laughs> so um, this crazy stat I have from Thursday night's game against the Marlins. So I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know if anybody listening has seen this. Uh, okay. I saw it going around. I think it was Twitter. Or it might have been Facebook. Um, in 1995, Tony uh, Tony Gwynn struck out 15 times in 535 at bats. Last Thursday night, the Phillies struck out 15 times as a team against the Marlins. So Tony Gwynn repeat, struck out 15 times. So Tony in 1995, Tony Gwynn struck out 15 times in 535 okay. at bats. <laughs> the Phillies as a team last Thursday night have struck out 15 15th. times that like that night. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and they I mean, play and the, whole, the whole thing. The whole thing with like the ball too, like 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 uh, uh, like that. It obviously helps the pitchers, but like still, fifteen strikeouts is fucking insane. Yeah, and, and it's not like they were going against a Degrom, a Bauer, a Kershaw, right? right? Like a Scherzer. They were going against Alcantara or however the fuck you yeah. say his name. Like, and he's a good young pitcher. I mean, he's probably okay. going to get like, better. Yeah, but. No, not no, fifteen times. Like, no, not, two, not fifteen. And times. I don't know if he had all fifteen, but still, like, he's not like you right. went against an ace, right? So, right. Yeah, this team can't hit is basically what happens. So, all right. Anything it's frustrating. Else, anything else, Phillies wise? I have a baseball story I want to get to. If if you you know if you're done with the Phillies, uh, he had nine strikeouts. Alcantara. He had nine strikeouts. Uh, how yeah. many innings did he pitch that that inning? Was it seven? Six. Six. Six innings. Yep. Yeah, this team can't. And hit. the bullpen combined for. Uh, six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds about right. So, all right. So, moving on. Uh, we still got some baseball stuff I want to cover here. I want to get your take on it. So, there was an uh an article in the Athletic talking about how they're trying something in an independent league, the Atlantic League, about moving the mound back a foot. They think it's going to help with the batters and and more offense and things like that. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because JT Real Muto was involved. He he, um, was interviewed. Uh, or has a quote about it in here. I'm trying to find it. And, and he, he thinks it's not even necessarily that that's going to help the moving back. His issue is the substance and the, whatever they use for the grip and things like that. This is his quote. Uh, I think the substance issue is real. I think pitchers are using a lot more substance now than they have in the past. Not just a lot more, but it's been more effective than it has been. Guys are increasing their spin rate. That's why there's so many walks and strikeouts every game because guys are just letting it rip with all the spin. It's harder to control, but also harder to hit. I think if they fix that, that could help. Uh, I think if they fix that idea, that could help a lot. So that, that's kind of that's really interesting for a catcher who has a relationship with all these pitchers. Like that, that holds a lot of weight that he feels this way. What are your thoughts about that whole thing? I completely agree, one hundred percent. I think if they move the mound back any any bit, what's it going to make a ninety? seven mile an hour fastball 95 94 probably not even not that 
Not that that's like it might not even that, yeah, that, not, that, not that even. much. Not yeah, even. like it, maybe it turns a 97 mile an hour fastball to a 96 mile an hour fastball. You, and yeah. honestly, it's not that much of a difference. No, you're, you're going to have 94 and a 98 is a little different than 97 sure. or 96. They're going to have but, a 100th, uh, point 100th, you know, of a second more time right. to make the decision. That's essentially right. what it is. So my thing, uh, I completely agree with him. Um, I think the baseballs, uh, the actual baseballs, uh, have been an issue for a while now. Um, there was like a thing that went around like five, six, seven years ago where they actually did change the baseball. And nobody knew about it. Like they made no, the laces like, like tighter or something, right? I, yeah, I think, like yeah. like nobody knew about it for like a couple of years. And Verlander came out and said, "Yeah, I, I think he like uh, accidentally like slipped up and was like, not not that he was holding a secret, but he basically said, yeah, like." Uh, with, with them with with them uh, changing the baseball, I can pitch. I can throw harder without actually having to throw harder. Right, and I can last another three or four or five years, which he probably should have been done four or five years ago. Like his his career probably should have gone down a lot quicker than what it did. Right, but um, but yeah, I, I, it's you know they they fix the baseballs to help pitchers last longer in games and their careers and um. I I have also had a theory that the hitters uh they're so like they they're so focused on hitting the fastball and going back to what JT said like putting that like substance on them and adding all these pitches and stuff uh, or adding all, all this extra stuff to pitches and stuff uh I had a theory that they've been so hitters have been so focused on hitting the fastball they lost sight of how to hit off speed I mean it's a small risk uh, small reason on like a long list uh, of issues with the sport but like I completely agree with them man. I really do. Yeah, I, I was more in the camp of thinking that the analytics and the launch angles and home run versus walk, like, or home run versus strikeout, like, I thought that had more to do with the lack of offense. People just swinging for the fences and just trying to hit the ball over the fence. Um, and and it's, I think uh, Trevor Bauer, I believe it was Trevor Bauer, um, said something along the lines of like, over seventy percent of pitchers use this stuff. Like everybody's using it, so who who Who's really using cares? What exactly? I, 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 nobody knows some sort of sticky substance to get a better grip right. on the ball. Okay. I, I mean, that's kind of all it is. I mean, and I think, and I think baseball does have an analytic issue, but it was always a stats game. It was always, okay, I, I'm, I'm six for 20 against this guy versus a guy who's, or, 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 or my, I, I'm a manager and my players is six for 20 off of this guy, but, but the guy on the bench is 10 for 20 off of him. So I'm going to, I'm going to put him up to the, to the plate in a pinch hit situation. So it's always been for sure. Yeah. No, it's I, always I, been like that, but for, for anybody that knows me, I'm, I'm a, I'm really against analytics when it comes to hockey. I don't know about the analytics really in basketball. I, I know they exist. I don't, I'm not familiar with them at all. I don't um, think it's very popular. Okay. It really, uh, that, that surprised me a little bit, but other um, than, other than, other than matchups, really, right. I, I don't I, I haven't really heard much about it. Okay, but uh, hockey, the, the analytic community is really starting to adapt and and be more popular in hockey, and I can't stand it. Um, but baseball, I mean, it's always made sense, um, in the sense of, again, like you said, it's just a game of stats, the game of numbers. Um, so that's just kind of that makes more sense. I'm not a, I, I, but I, I'm just talking about analytics from a sense of like launch angle and and when they started all that stuff, the spin rate and everything like that. Um, exit velocity, things like that is when kind of they, they're just looking for that number and just trying to hit the ball over the fence that they don't even care. Like nobody plays small ball well, anymore. And, and my, if people are just trying to hit the, hit the ball over the fence and if they strike out, they just don't care. Okay, let me add on to that. So I agree with you. I, 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 I'm not big in the analytics. I'm okay with a little bit. 
but I don't think that MLB players care as much as the nerds do and the nerds put out there and like, not that they don't care, but like, it's not as important as we think when I, we read stuff. I, don't I know That's if, just my personal yeah, opinion. I don't know if I, I, I could agree with be that wrong. just because you disagree or you do agree. I, I, I disagree because okay. I, like, I think the managers have a big, like a part in the or analysts have a big part in the manager's game plan because especially on the defensive side of the ball, you see all the, you see all the, the shifts and things like that. And, and they've gotten out of hand where I'm, I'm a big proponent of getting rid of the shift. I agree. And, and I think they're trying that out in the minor leagues. I believe, I don't know how it's doing down there. Um, so I'm a big, big fan of getting rid well, of that because I like, I'm just not a fan of the shift at all. Well, yeah, I, I, but the only, but the only way I get rid of that is if, like you said, there's more small ball. So like that, that's a part of the issue. There is no small ball. We, you know, we, we no longer see what like the 08 Phillies used to have, like with Rollins lead off, like he would lead off with a double and Victorino would hit the ball on the right side and ground out, get him over to third. And Nutley would hit the single to right field, score a run. You're up one, nothing. And then, you know, right. Howard comes up and he hits a two run bomb. And you're up three, nothing. You're four guys in the lineup. So like, like there's no more of that. Like that's what the 08 Phillies did. And that's how they won. But yeah, and like, I, we don't we don't see that anymore. I think getting rid of the shift could help with that. Maybe not. No, I agree. Maybe not fix it completely, but it, hits get taken away because of the shift. Hundred percent. No, I agree. But but you're gonna have to change everything, not just that. Because if you change the shift, yeah, they're probably gonna be more hits in the shift. But if every guy's is hitting a homer, or walking, or striking out, it's not gonna matter that much. It's really not. Yeah, and and I think you're seeing a little bit more small ball like. Maybe not small ball, but like I think steal numbers were down the last couple of years. People have been stealing a lot more this year, and, and maybe that's the new the new pickoff rule. Right? Didn't they add a new pickoff pickoff rule? You can only throw over twice or three times, or is that? Uh, are they, or are sure. they trying that out in the minor league? That might be something they're trying out in the minor leagues as well. Seems like they're always trying these in these independent leagues to to see how the rule changes are. I don't remember if that one adapted to the into the MLB yet, but. It seems like I mean, yeah, yeah. people are, are stealing more. So I'm maybe. just saying, if you're not if you're not going to change the ball, if you're not going to change the way that pitchers throw the ball, then there's no point to changing the shift because I don't think it it does that much more different. Like there was a crazy stat. I don't know if I said it on here, but like there were during the Kapler era, there were more hits given up against the Phillies in the shift. Or no, I'm sorry, vice versa. There were, I think there are more hits given up in Girardi in the shift than Kapler. So like, yeah, the shift you'll 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 give if you don't shift you'll give up more hits, but it's not going to be hundred hits versus or two hundred hits versus a hundred hits. You know what I'm you know you yeah, know what I'm trying to say? I, I get you. Um, so I I I, I'm, I agree we should get rid of the shift or at least no no infielders in the outfield. Like you could even start with that. Like uh, yeah, I, th- uh, I think in the minors, everybody in the infield. I think in the independent league they're trying. I think. It, what is it? Uh, both guys can, they can't cross second base. I think they have, okay. to have two, they have to have two guys on each side of second base, I believe, in the infield. Okay. I don't think the outfielders have one that I'm aware of. I think it's just the infielders can't – there has to be two guys on each side of second base. Yeah, it's, and, it's and, and look, adapting. If, if they change the ball or they change the way that the pitchers approach throwing the ball, you know, you'll, you, we, we don't see any more opposite field doubles. We don't see any more bunts on the third base. Like, that small ball. There's a lot of walking, striking out, you know, home or whatever. So I think if you you, you got to change everything, not one thing. And I, and I think they're going to go one thing at a time. But I think to really, really help the sport, uh, we got to kind of go back a little, go back a little bit to what, what it used to be. Right. Because, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, these pitchers, like, 
it was it was a lot of fun like when we were kids like watching guys throw 10 10 strikeout games like they they, they do that in a blink of eye blink of an eye now like yeah i, I guess i could kind of move us on and initially to the to the jt we're just talking thing we're talking about with the substance like i don't I, I i didn't think it was an issue but it's alarming a little bit to hear it from him because he's got the relationship with the pitchers right um it, 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 so he's not going to dime his guys out like that so that that's an interesting point but what were we just talking about or what what were we talking about? Cause I was going to say something. I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, how there's no like small ball. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember. Um, cause we're going to move on to the, you said about, there's just, it seems like everybody's throwing 10 strikeouts and nine night and night out bases. Do you have an issue or do you think it's a bad thing for baseball? That there have been like what, five or six, no hitters so far. There's been six, no hitters. Six, Yeah. All three or all six have been by the same three teams that have gotten no hit. Yeah. Cleveland has been twice, Seattle has been twice, and Texas has been twice. And did you think all three teams yeah, have been no hit twice? Crazy. Like, Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Like, I, do you think do you think it's a problem? Because I think it was Clayton Kershaw and a couple other guys have come out and said like this many no hitters is is not good for baseball. Yeah. Do do this no, or do, do do agree? No, look the Yankees. If it if it tells you anything, the last so the the Yankees threw on Corey Kluber threw on what last week or the week before? Yeah, he, something like that. The last the last no hitter was a perfect game in 1999 for the Yankees. Really? Yeah. You tell me if that's an issue. The Yankees went that long without a no hitter. Nineteen ninety nine, it was a perfect game, I believe. Wow, it's a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, these baseballs are an issue. Like yeah. you're getting guys, women, men who have watched the game forever, just not into it. Yeah. It's just, it's just boring, right? And guess and- what? It's actually fun. Like the playoffs are fun because it's so much small ball, right? It's so it's so much hitting the ball down the, the the left field line and getting the guy from first to third. Like, it's not just home run strikeout, and because the best teams make it and the best teams do everything. Yeah, yeah, and then there's a lot riding on every pitch. So yeah, I mean the playoffs are always going to be more. And more and I intense. also think the the too many home runs is a little bit of a not a joke, but I don't I don't think it's as bad as people are saying. I know I've been sitting here and saying the opposite, but mm-hmm. I actually don't think the home run issue is that much of an issue. I think they're just striking out too much. I actually don't think they're hitting enough home runs, if I'm being honest. Well, I think that's the reason why people are striking out so much, because they're trying to hit more home runs. It's possible, but... You know? But here, I'm going to give you something, a little, a little something crazy. Okay. okay? So, 
we no longer see like the Ryan Howard. He used to put up 48 homers and 146 yeah. RBIs, Ridiculous. right? You know? yep. The best home run hitters today, they're putting up like 31-10. So uh, players who did that from like 1900 to like 2009, say, they were viewed as like very good players, guys who put up 31-10, right? Very right. good players. They're, they're above average, but not great. In today's standards, there are generational players. Like they do that and we see them as like all-time great players, like Mike Trout, right? I, do, I, I like Mike Trout a lot. I do. I think he's a very good – I think he's a top two center fielder in the league. I think he's a, arguably the best defensive center fielder in the league. 11 seasons, he's hit over 30 home runs six times, over 40 twice, okay? Right. J.D. Martinez in 11, 11 seasons, he's hit 30 home runs, 30 or more home runs four times, four, over 40 just twice. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now I'm going to give you guys from that era, that the the the, the 2000s era. David Ortiz has hit over 30, 30 or more home runs ten times in his career. Ten. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. Albert Pujols, thirty or more homers fourteen times. Yeah, stupid. Ryan Howard six times. You know we know his injury, injury. history. Yeah. Probably didn't get hurt. He'd probably do it for ten years. Right. Vlad Guerrero eight times. Yep. Like he's he's thirty or more homers eight times. Like. Arenado's probably like the only consistent guy to get 35 to 40 homers. He's I think he did like over 40, like three out of four years or whatever it was. Um, I just I don't think there's a like too many home runs in today's game. I just think that uh there's just too many strikeouts in today's game. It's you know, it's unfair to, to say to the pitchers that like, I grew up as a pitcher, I get it. Like strikeouts are fun for pitchers, but as a viewer, like it's dreadful to watch. Like it, you, you know. It used to be like so much fun to watch. Like I said, like that watch, the, watch that pitcher get like ten Ks a game, and then oh, like, special. But now it it's special. just a normal yeah. Tuesday. Like now it's just a normal Tuesday night. Like <laughs> just another day at the office. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think I think that's really if they if they change that and they go back to what they used to do, I think it's gonna make pitchers even more special. Right. If yeah, they could, if, just... they, if they go back to what they did and they still get these 10, 12, 13, 15 strikeouts a game, then we're going to say, okay, this guy is actually great. Right. Not that he wasn't good before or very good or even great, but okay. You know, Max Scherzer and Verlander were a part of both generations. You know, how much has that really helped their career? I don't know. Yeah. That's an interesting point when you think of the home run totals. Yeah. Because, because you're right. I mean, it's, you think, hey, a lot of home runs being hit. Guys, either it's home run or strikeout. But we just laid it out. I mean, with the the trout comparison to those guys you just named, that that is kind yeah. of a wild comparison. And like, look, that's the thing is, like, if you ask the kid who's probably like twenty right now, is David Ortiz or or uh, uh, Mike Trout better? Everybody's gonna say Trout. But David, Ortiz, yeah, I think a lot of that is recency bias, though. Like, that's what I'm saying, though. They don't they don't yeah. understand that. Uh, uh, these guys yeah, I mean Ortiz in his prime was stupid pulse, like yeah stupid I mean it's it's insane what those guys did 30 like, like pool holes is just it doesn't make sense like 30 or more homers in 14 seasons like right. that's crazy yeah it's nuts and like people like your dad's generation and my dad's generation like that's just like yeah like that's just baseball like to us it's crazy because we're not used to it like they are yeah, I mean it's a little different because I mean you had the you had the steroid era and all that stuff, so maybe that kind of inflated numbers, where I don't think guys do it as often anymore. At least yeah, they're not no, getting popped for it. Well, okay, let me rephrase. Trout one day will get popped for it. Nobody gets that big that quick, personally. <laughs> so I think he'll yeah. get popped for it. But 
I, you, you guys just don't – it's just not common practice where, I mean, the steroid era, I feel like everybody was doing it. So maybe that inflated the numbers a little bit. Yeah, I, but but even even going back, look at look at Mike Schmidt. You know what I mean? He, he I'm sure he's a lot closer to these guys than sure he is to Mike Trout's numbers. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't think I don't. To be honest, I think there should be more homers and there should be more uh, small ball and there should be fix. They should fix the baseball bag. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know. If that's really why I'm here and that. not there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know if there is an answer. And you know, maybe just fix the balls and, and get them back to where they were. I don't. I don't know. Fix the balls and stop the shift, and there you go. We fix baseball. Yeah, single handedly. <laughs> well, not single. We're two people. Well, I meant as a team. Oh, uh, okay. Fired like, up. Fired up. Yeah. Fired up. Jinx, you owe me a coke. Jinx, you owe me a ticket to go see Fantastic Four. Okay. When it comes out, we will go see Fantastic Four. Okay. We'll have we'll have a, a an audience, you know, fan meet up in a movie theater, and we'll all go see the yeah. Fantastic Four. Sounds good. You know, because it won't be that many people. It'll be like seven people. We'll be all right. <laughs> Every week with this bullshit. <laughs> all right. So we're kind of wrapping things up here. But before we go, we didn't talk much uh, uh, Eagles here. So I just I wanted to run something by you and get your idea on it. Um, today, something came out with this Julio Jones drama. What do you think? Okay. Uh, what do I think about the what, drama? Or what do I think about him? What, being what do you what do you think about the drama? Okay. about the whole Shannon Sharp thing and that whole thing. And then what do you think about the – what would you trade for him if you're the Eagles? Uh, okay, so the first question, I would say uh, I think it's fucking insane how that happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but um, did he know he was on television? Like for anybody who didn't know, Shannon Sharp is on – what is the show uh, on ESPN? Undisputed. Or FS1. It it's FS1. I think it's Undisputed. Yeah. Okay, so he's on with Skip Bayless. Uh, basically, they were ta- I guess they were talking about Julio, and uh, uh, Shannon Sharp pulled out his phone, put it on speakerphone, called Julio. It sounded like Julio was in the car, and he basically said, hey, Julio, you know, what's, what's your future look like? I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. um, Julio said, yeah, no, I'm out of there. Like, I don't know if he knew he was on the record. It doesn't, <laughs> sound, it doesn't sound like he knew. But then I agree. I agree with that, And but then at the end, Skip Bayless, like they, they talk about it. And Skip Bayless goes, "Oh, by the way, you're on air," and he still seemed like he didn't really give a fuck, <laughs> which was fantastic which, as well. Uh, like I'm not a huge fan of those talking head shows, the undisputed, the first takes, all that. I, I, they're just not for me. Um, so I, but however, I think the I think those guys are smart, and it wouldn't surprise me. I I don't know if he was if you knew he was on the air, but it wouldn't surprise me if that was calculated, a setup. If, yeah, yeah, it no, wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't, and I don't think like Shannon Sharp's a former player, so I don't think he would throw another former player out like that. You know what I mean? Right. right. Um. Uh, even, uh, even not even for his own, like not, not even for his job. You know what I mean? So I, I agree. I, I think he had to have known about it. He but, had to have, unless, unless Shannon Sharp did also didn't know he was on air. Like, is that possible? I doubt maybe, it. Maybe he thought nah. it was a commercial break. Nah, it can't have been, right? No, nah, they were. I watched. They, they were. Yeah. They were on television. Like he knew he yeah, was on he, television. He knew, yeah. So. But um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it, if it was. But I, set up. but I, yeah. It, even if it wasn't, it's still hilarious that he just said, uh, "Hey, by the way, we're on the air." And he's, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck this place. But, but uh, uh, the rumor is apparently the Falcons are looking for a first round pick. I mean, if you're the Eagles, do you pay that? No. I, um, I tend to agree. Uh, I don't think any team's gonna give a first round pick for him to be honest with you, because especially because of the age and the money. Um, yeah, if this is Julio and maybe two, three, four, five years, then maybe. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, right but now, it, I don't you know, know. It, a second or third round pick could probably get him. 
Um, would you do that? No. Okay. I'm if they were ready to win, yeah, sure. I'd probably give up a first round pick if they were ready to win, honestly, <laughs> right. even at this age and, and money. But right. uh no, I, I just if it, if we knew we we had a shot to win this year or next year, maybe, probably. But I there's you know there's no reason at this point, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. going off what we said last week, they're probably only gonna get five, six, seven wins, maybe. Right, because we clearly know what we're talking about when it comes to the schedule. Uh, Experts. Experts. (laughs) Hashtag experts. Hashtag fantastic for experts. Yeah. Right. So, okay. I I don't don't disagree. Just kind of let the the young receiving core just kind of grow. That's it. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I I just think uh, any big big player, it's always – always the eagles you know all the fans always want the eagles to make the move right. and i get it the last couple of years they were ready to win but yeah let's 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 back off this one a little bit would uh yeah i because i'm gonna move to somebody else too because it just kind of reminded me of him um because apparently deshaun watson still wants out of houston you mm-hmm. don't make you don't make that move right like um i don't know if so you can. it's very it's very tricky uh if he is innocent go for it if he settles or is guilty, I want nothing to do with him. I don't know if you're ever gonna find that out though. Like, no, he's gonna I, settle. Yeah, right. He's gonna settle. He's gonna settle. And I, yeah, I don't want that. Even if he settles, I don't. I don't want anything to do with that. Like, I understand that. I don't know if like if there's this many people coming out, it's probably true. I don't think right. this is such a big setup where what 30, 40 people, however many was. Like, I don't think it's a setup. However. Settling, I don't think necessarily says you're guilty. You just want to get this the fuck away. Um, yeah, but 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 that's the thing. It's like every week it's five women. You right. know what it's I mean? Insane. Like, it you know, it's I'm insane. over exaggerating a little bit, but but settling with all these, I don't know. It's just it's tricky. It's really really, and I'm not even. He might be innocent and settle. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying, what's going to happen in two years when this comes up again? Uh, I got I got a two part question. Okay, one, one part. Do you think he starts the year as a member of the Houston Texans? And part two, do you think his career is in question, or do you think he's going? Do you think his career is in jeopardy? Uh, no, to both. Okay, so I don't think he plays this place. year. Okay, oh this no, year. I don't think he plays at all this year because he's sitting out because he doesn't want to play for Houston, or because they trade him, or whatever reason. The law? No, I think the legal the law, issues. The legal? Okay. Yeah, I think the legal issues are going to carry on to the season because, dude, we're we're a month and a half, two right. months from tra- training camps, the end of July. So, like, right. you know, I think this is going to creep in. I don't think I don't think Houston wants anything to do with him in the building while this is going on either. Um, I, I just think the legal things are going to go into the season. I don't think he's in any rush to go back to Houston. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. No parts of it. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't I. I think it's going to go in my prediction. I know not just as much as anybody else listening. Probably my less. prediction it's is fine. probably less. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know the fucking woman from fantastic four. And I'm sitting here saying, I can't wait. But uh, anyway, I think he, my prediction is he's, they start the season. He's dealing with these legal issues. He eventually settles with all of them. And then he gets traded. Okay. And going, you know, next year in the so, next offseason. So I think you answered it already. If he settles, you still want no parts of it. Say that one more time. If he settles, you still want no parts of it, correct? No. Yeah. I don't think okay. so. No. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. I mean, I just think that says a lot about like like 
not that it's any different, but like if it's a cornerback or like a linebacker, like you can probably get away with it. But like this is the quarterback of the team. Like the quarterback's supposed to be the leader of the team. Yeah, but we, we not, not, yeah, but we saw we we saw this Eagles team take a chance on Vic. I mean, yeah, it but happens. Vic, Vic, Vic did his time though. Yeah, and I'm sure. not even saying, and I'm again, I'm not saying he's guilty, Watson, but I'm just saying Vic did prison time. Like, sure, he came out, he 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 went out and and did uh uh different charities and organizations and talked to people and you know d- told his story and yeah, what not if, to do, teach people, and and then that's when he got his chance. Sure, but if if Watson settles, I mean, you could say he's quote unquote doing his time by just paying a lot of money now. Grant, it's money. It's not time. He's got loads of it anyway, so maybe it doesn't really hurt him as much as it would. But it's just no. It, 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 if you're settling it, it it's like you said, quote unquote. Yeah, he he might. He's probably in it. Not probably innocent, but he looks innocent. But this is like one. Like I'm not condoning fighting dogs or or anything. But those it's animals versus like human beings. And I, like I, I like dogs a lot more than I like people. I'll be honest. With I you. completely agree, but <laughs> but uh, but still, like like that like that's somebody's daughter. Like those are right. somebody's no, daughters. Sure. Like absolutely wives or or girlfriends or or sisters. Like like it, it's it's a little different than fighting dogs for sure. Uh, you know these people actually have feelings and and are gen- not the dogs don't have feelings. I'm you know I'm not trying to get canceled here, but you're uh, going down a slippery slope. Yeah. So. uh <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully your wife and my fiance aren't listening to this. But uh, no, my my wife does not listen. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, don't worry. But uh, but uh, yeah, but like it's just different. It's 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 these are human beings, and like we kind of have to put it on a little bit of higher standards. Shitty as that sounds, and you're kind of like I said, like Vic came out and showed that, and I and I know Watson hasn't had a chance to, but if he settles, it's him saying I'm innocent. He's not going to come out like Vic said. Yeah, I'm guilty. Vic showed that he changed. Watson's not going to come out and talk to kids about not hitting women or not, or not hitting women, but not sexually assaulting women. Like he's going to come out and say, no, I'm innocent and live life normal. Like, like Vic said, okay, I'm guilty and did things to better himself. Other people and other people. And that's a really good point. And I just think, like I said, it's it's a big thing. It's human beings versus animals. Unfortunately, that's just, you know, the way it is. For sure. I was just curious for that whole thing because it's a giant mess. But oh, I, think yep. I, I think that's just about does it for this week. Any final thoughts? Well, just one more quick thing about it. Sure. I hope I hope he is innocent for the fact of those women. That's if he did it, I hope he goes away. If he didn't do it, I'm happy that those or or, or it's not it's not okay to 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 lie about things, but right. that's what I was but I just hope nobody really was hurt. That's all. For sure, no, that's a that's a good settlement. But at the same time, if if you have, you know, I don't even know what the number is up to now. Forty people that right. are that are making this up. I I question those people. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think that happened though, because there's just no way it's this big of a setup. Right, it just can't be right. I agree. I just all right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, you can follow us on where are we Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere at Fired Up Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere you get podcasts. Um, you can follow me at Mike underscore Giletto down at Dom console. All right. We'll see you guys next week.
Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. 